Welcome back to Throwing Hands. As you can tell, I'm a little under the weather, but that's not going to stop me and Breck from reviewing what was, I think, the second best card of the year behind uh, Usman Masvidal too. Breck, what were your th- overall thoughts on the card, man? Second best? That's that's high praise. I don't know if it's it's up there, but um, it was a great card, man. It was action nonstop. Got a ton of finishes. Uh, all you could really ask for. All uh, you could really ask for. Okay. So, let's start off with the first fight. Uh, Jillian Robinson gets a submission win over Priscilla Cashueta. That's not the story of the fight. Cashueta tried to eye gouge Jillian Robinson twice. That's beyond dirty. Yamasaki probably should have let it keep going against Valentina. What were your thoughts on that, man? It was rough. Um Cashweta also missed weight, right? Was that a catch weight this fight? Three pounds. So she misses weight, and then she does that, which is, I mean, you'd think you would see it more often, but, I mean, most people that are in the sport are, you know, pretty respectful, good competitors, and you just rarely see that type of stuff. So when you see it, it's really jarring. And she was was trying to take out that eye. She was, Yeah, it it was pretty gross. Do you think she should get cut? Probably, but I saw a lot of people on Twitter mentioning, like, you know, Li Jing Liang kind of did a similar thing. And the guy, uh, I don't know who he did it to, but um, that guy has, like, permanent eye damage, and Lee is still in the UFC. So, who knows? But, yeah, it was, it was not a good look. No, it wasn't. What wasn't a good look was Randy Costa getting shredded by uh, Tony Kelly. Now, Tony Kelly doesn't like masks, so he drove 23 hours from Shreveport, Louisiana to uh, Las Vegas. Interesting decision. I wouldn't have done that myself. But Randy Costa got to get his stuff together, man. What were your thoughts? Yeah, man. Um, I thought, like, Randy Costa in his last fight against Giannis, had a, he actually beat Giannis in the first round and then lost the, the fight in the second. But I thought he could have taken and improved off what he did in that first and he just got steamrolled by Kelly, dude. It was, it was brutal. And then once he got him to the ground, I mean, it was just he went into a turtle position, and Kelly was raining down strikes. It was ugly. But um, it, Kelly, I mean, this is the first time I've watched Tony. <laughs> He's pretty good. He is, and um, I think you should get a top fifteen guy next. I have to look at the. I mean, you got Cody Stamen up there. You got Song Yudong. You got some solid fights there. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, that was impressive. A lot of people think Randy Costa, you know, could be a you know pretty exciting guy going forward, and he just kind of destroyed him. Yeah, he really kind of did. 
I think the people who say Ryan Hall's boring don't want aren't don't watch the sport enough. Dude, I I love every second of it. I love it too. The guy just works the whole time on submissions. It's amazing. It, it really, dude. It's listening to Joe Rogan talk about it too is hilarious. Oh, I gotta say, I'm not the biggest fan of uh, Roe Jogan, but he he did a nice job this weekend. He did. The whole crew was good. It was great this weekend. Yeah, DC did his homework. Um, <laughs> but I don't get what Derek Minner was trying to do when he was trying to do the takedowns and such. It was, I was perplexed. It was the most confusing thing ever. He was winning on the feet, which is where you would win against Ryan Hall. And then, dude, he was looking for takedowns. Like, what are you doing? Dude, did you see that one where Ryan Hall – I mean, dude, his – the way he rolls into – like, to get submissions is absurd. One of those strikes where, like, he hit Ryan Hall, and Ryan Hall basically, like, just grabbed his arm and dragged him down. It was unbelievable. I don't get he, – he's so fun to watch. And, dude, on the ground, he's so dangerous, bro. He, he, he threw, like, seven or eight submission attempts. And credit to uh, – they said it on the broadcast. Credit to Menner, dude. He didn't get finished. He was tough. He, he held in there. There were some deep leg locks that he got out of, too. Yeah, and Ryan Hall – I mean, he won the second round from the bottom. Yeah. Like, crazy yeah. stuff. Crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I think it's a little too too soon to call, but people are saying Blanchfield's a future champion. What do you got to say? Too early to say that, but to be that good at 22 is a little John Jones-esque, no? You know what I mean? I mean okay, that's a stretch. Okay, but John Jones at 22 was was people were like, this guy's the real deal, and I don't know. I just I think you could draw a little. I'm not saying she'll be John Jones of women's MMA I'm just saying to be that good at 22 is, is rare in the sport you know you usually see people breaking in past 25 and she she ragdolled another people uh, another prospect Miranda Maverick who people thought could be a title can you know she can channel. be which yeah she definitely still can be but man does she got to work on the wrestling because uh, you know there's levels to this and Aaron Blanchfield just ragdolled her yeah, really. I completely agree. I think Blanchfield should get a top 15 opponent next. What do you think? I agree. Feed her to like a ranked opponent. And if she does well again, then, you know. Shoot. Title shot. Screw it. No one else is beating Valentina anytime soon. Yeah. Yo, I think in Andre uh, Muniz, we have a new title cha- challenger coming up soon. This dude is a savage. Yeah, he's pretty good. He got Eric, out of there, uh, Eric Anders out of there so quick, dude. This fight was over. Like, I, I feel like I was watching, and it was just over. Like, I was like, wait, the fight started? It's already over? Like, I was so confused when the submission happened. He got him in the same position he did Jacare. Yeah. Bro. And to do it to Jacare, what he did to Jacare, and then to do it essentially in the next fight, like, dude, this guy's, this guy's submission, it's on another level. I think the fight to make for him is Kelvin Gastelum. That'd be a good one. Kelvin's a good wrestler, but it'd be a good test. It would be. It really would be. Um, Jordan Wright had Bruno Silva up against the ropes for a couple seconds, and then Bruno Silva brought out the cinder blocks in his hands, just knocked him out. Yeah, it was pretty bad. 
Um, yeah, like you said, it it was looking good for Jordan right there for a second, and it turned quickly. <laughs> yeah, very fast. I think Jordan Wright got a lot of potential, honestly. Yeah, still pretty young, but um, but Bruno Silva, man, that's a solid fighter. Yeah, scary. I think a good fight for Bruno Silva would be Eric Eric Anders next. Yeah, even though Anders is coming off the loss, it's a, it's a decent matchup. Yeah. All right, Breck. Oh, the people's main event. You want you want, you talk about this one. The Chonk Kings. Um, dude, this was so awesome, dude. I really thought Sakai was going to give Tai Tuivasa, also known as Bam Bam, our hero, uh, more our Lord and Savior. But, dude, like, he was as patient, kept, you know, to the game plan. Dude, Bam Bam's leg kicks are underrated, dude. They're fast. Yeah. They're hard to do. The big guys have trouble dealing, dude. With the, He shoots those things out quick, dude. And once he got into the pocket, dude, and it became a brawl, he, he that's where he, like, thrives. That's what he loves to do. Yeah, and I agree. He folded Sakai, dude. That was brutal. That was – He was hate, out for a while. hate to say it. It, it was reminiscent of Stipe versus Francis with the leg. Yeah. When I saw that, I had, like, PTSD flashbacks of, of, of Stipe. Yeah. Stipe, no. Yeah. And, dude, but- you got to feel for Sakai, too, dude. Three straight KO losses. Oof. Overeem, uh, Rosenstreich, and now Bam Bam. Yeah. Where does Bam Bam go from here, man? I was looking. When I, when I saw him win, I, like, immediately pulled up the rankings, and I was like, dude, he just knocked out the 11th straight guy, like, the 11th ranked guy. I, yeah. Taboria? That'd be a fun one, right? Abdul Rahimov? Rahimov? Yeah, exactly. I think he deserves a top 10 guy or – you give him Tom Aspinall. I don't love Bam Bam's chances against a Tom Aspinall, but I think Tom's a future champ. I, I agree, but I think he deserves a top ten guy. He, he's on a tear. And I 100% agree with you, Breck. The shoey. Um, I I think, uh, or you could get the lo- loser of Lewis and Dacus. Yeah, that would be a good one. That would actually be a really good one. Um, Yo, Lewis Tuivasa, great main event. Oh, great man! Terrific. Dude, we got the shoey. That's real. some people only tuned in just to see the shoey, and we got it. Exactly. Exactly. Never. Never fails. This was awesome. Uh, Dominic Cruz was basically his end of the shadow realm in the first round, but then pure vintage next two rounds. What were your thoughts? Yeah, it looked like he just needed to get going there in the first. It was not moving well. Got clipped with a shot where he probably thought he could take it. And Munoz has pretty good power. And uh, and dropped him. And I really, for a second there, I thought it was over. I don't know if you felt like when you saw Dom down, I was like, oh, man, that's – I don't know if he's going to be able to – I didn't think he was going to be able to recover, to be honest. And then he got up. He showed championship, you know, like grit all those rounds he's fought in the past. And then, like you said, vintage Dominic Cruz in the second and third. Dude – he dodged every punch. It was unbelievable. It was crazy. He was, it was absolutely crazy. He was doing a ton of damage on the feet. Um, I thought we might have seen a little more wrestling, but yeah, we didn't. Good for Dominic Cruz, man. At 36 with all of his injuries and stuff. He's on a little win streak. I would imagine he climbs up the rankings significantly now, right? When you think Marab. 
that would be a good fight. I don't love it for Dominic Cruz because I just think that style of wrestling against Cruz, who knows? But I think like my Rob or Rob Font would be a fun one too. Yeah, or Cruz Sanhagen. Yeah. That'd be yeah. fun. Uh, but for Pedro Munoz, man, I don't know where he goes from here. Frankie Edgar? No, well, they already fought. That's right. They already fought. What's his last five look like? Dude, it's crazy. And he's only fought – it's crazy. He's only fought, like, champions in the last, like, five or six fights. If you count Aljamain Sterling, yeah. Yeah. Paper uh, champ. He's still really good, man. Like, he, he can't take – He any- only loses to the best. Who's the best? And in certain cases, dude, he pushes the best. You know what I mean? Like, he was in that fight with Jose Aldo. He was in the fight with – like, he's still really talented. And I wouldn't be surprised if he sticks around at the top and, you know, stacks a few wins. Yeah, same. I didn't realize how big Josh Emmett was for the division until this fight. Yeah, he's he looked, huge. Yeah, he looked huge. And the power is insane. When he knocked uh, Ige down, I went, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, he got the knockdown in round one, so he got that round. But I saw a lot of people thought Ige won rounds two and three. What do you think? I thought he won round two, and uh, round three was a toss-up for me. Toss-up. Yeah, that's the way I kind of saw it, too. I thought if if they gave it to either, it was so close, in my opinion. Like, you can't be mad at either way. You know what I mean? No. The numbers were close. Emmett did more damage. Um, besides from that, I mean, both these guys are so good. Josh Emmett's on a little bit of a tear here. He really is. He's he's uh, what right? He's like five, right? He's seven. Seven. seven? I, I think I think the fight to make is zombie for Emmett. Yeah, that would be a good one. Um, Arnold Allen. I, I, I wouldn't be opposed. Yeah. Or he could wait for Yair to heal. That would be a fun one. Yeah, why not, man? That'd be a banger. Okay, to the main card. Uh, Talian Paiva versus uh, Sean O'Malley. Sh- the Sugar Show put on a clinic, man. This was quick. I thought, uh, you know, a lot of people were still like, oh, he beat another, you know, Average fighter, but Paiva is a good fighter, man. Like, what record of like what, like twenty-two and three or something coming into this fight? Yeah, and O'Malley dispatched of him quickly. <coughs> I think this is the last fight we will see where O'Malley isn't ranked. I yeah. think UFC. We've talked about this in the past. They're tr- he's like their next. They're trying to make him their next cash, like you know, one of their next big stars. And they need him to keep winning. So he's getting favorable matchups. But when you're that young, is that such a bad thing? And he's getting better. Like, the people that hate on him, you, you, you can't deny he's a really good fighter. Yeah. I think he could beat 10 through 15. I think he could beat any of them. And I think he could – I mean, maybe he's not ready for top five competition yet. But, you know, 6 through 10, 10 through 15, I think he could compete there, man. I, I totally agree with you there, man. I think he, I mean, he's damn good. He's exciting. Yes. When you when you want, like a lot of upcoming fighters, if, if you don't have a great style or fans don't really attach to you, you know what I mean? They don't they don't think like, oh, when's O'Malley fighting? And like I know O'Malley's such a big star already, dude, because like all my outside of like two of my friends who watch MMA as much as I do, 
all the casuals were like, when's O'Malley fighting? When's O'Malley? You know what I mean? They know they know of him. So, I mean, the future's bright for him. Yeah, it really is. Um, I, I think Frankie Edgar should be the next fight for Sean O'Malley. Oh, poor Frankie. It's <laughs> giving Frankie so many good fighters in a row, man. I think Frankie um, got to hang it up low key. I do too. I'd love to see him fight one more time and just go yeah. out, go out like even if he doesn't win, just don't get knocked out. Go out with a good, with a good fight. I would love to see O'Malley, Cheeto Vera too. I don't know how you feel, just because the way like I know the leg kick ended the fight on O'Malley, but I would love to see the rematch just because of the there's probably a little bad blood there. I think Cheeto wins again. <sighs> I mean, Cheetah looked so good in his last couple fights, man. But yeah, he's phenomenal. And I mean, he 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 barely lost to Jose Aldo too. It, yeah. So Cheetah's really good. But um, Marlon Rice would be an interesting one for O'Malley too. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, any one of those. I've been dreading about talking this one, man. We have like a moment. Like we need a moment of silence, dude. Like all right, all right. Need- one, two, three, silence. Cody Garbrandt got knocked out by Kai Kata France. Um, Hurt. I'm not going to lie. I think I have, like, the few remaining Cody Garbrandt fans that are out there were in mourning. And um, UFC, what was it, 207, where he fought Cruz. That, That Cody Garbrandt's never coming back, folks. We have to admit it. That I have guy, to say it too. That guy's never coming back. That's one of the like most mythical, greatest MMA fighters ever. That on on a single night, that Cody Garbrandt. But uh, whatever the reasons, dude, he's just not there. And dude, his chin is just I glass. Think I think it's gone, dude. I don't know why. And it's crazy because like in the Rob Font fight, he took so many shots and kind of proved his chin was still there. But maybe, maybe that accumulation, this damage was still there. I don't know, man. You'd think moving down, too, he'd be bigger, have the more power advantage. He looks big. He did look big. And Kaikara France just worked him, dude. He, he destroyed him. I mean, we'll get to Kaikara France's, like, future. I think he, he's going to fight. Title shot. Title shot soon. But um, what is it, five losses in the last six for Cody Garbrandt? Yeah. I don't know, man. They got to give him an easier matchup at flyweight, and uh, I say give him a nail cop. Maybe, yeah. He's. I don't know how you feel, but like, he's got to basically win his next fight to stay in the UFC. Yeah, even if he's on the chopping block already, you know. Yeah, and it's just like, it's crazy because you watch the Cruz fight, and you're like, dude, the guy is so young, and he's just beat what people consider to be the bantamweight goat. Like, did it flawlessly. It's one of the greatest performances of all time. And it's like the like the potential was so there, and it's just it just gets gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's crazy. Maybe, you know, it's crazy too, because he was at a good camp. You know what I mean? It's it's sad. It's really unfortunate. Hey, we'll always have 
UFC 207 Cody Garbarento. Okay. Okay. Cling on to it. We should. We need to cling on to it. But Kai Kata France, man, savage. Dude, savage. That overhand right he landed, dude, was a bomb. Oh, and, and then, when Cody Garbrandt was going like this, like, come here, uh, come here. I'm like, dude, dude no, you don't want that. You don't want that. And then Kai Kata France was like, okay. Okay. Ends the fight. That was a good stoppage, too, dude, because, like, a couple more shots, Cody would have been out for minutes, dude. He was yeah. so lost. He really was. I don't want to spend too much time on this next fight because it was a low point of the card. But Jeff Neal, Ponzinibbio, I thought Ponzinibbio won that fight. What do you think? Like you said, this is – would you agree this was, like, the worst fight of the night? Yes, absolutely. Which was crazy because, like, the styles of these guys going in, you thought this would have been a real, like, clash of – Banger. You know, exactly. And it was anything but, dude. I was so bored watching this fight. <laughs> they just wouldn't engage – like fully, they, they just were so timid, both of them going in on the exchanges. And I, I don't really have it. What's it called? Um, you have Ponzinibbio. I thought Neil maybe won, but I it was so close and they both did so little that I was like, who won that fight? You know what I mean? I, I didn't really care. I was like, give it to either one. Let's uh, uh, get to the next one. I agree. I agree. I think what also contributed to the fight being so boring was the fact that the ref kept stopping it, going, fingers up, fingers up. Oh, yeah, that was like, I don't know. Did you think he was, like, poking? Like, I couldn't he, tell. He didn't even really hit Neil in the eye that many times. Like, maybe he grazed him once in the beginning, but he just kept doing I don't know. I didn't really like that that much. No, I'm not even going to talk about what's next for these guys. I couldn't stand this fight. <laughs> yeah. Wow. To say the very least. Breck, you and I said this was state-sanctioned murder going into this fight. I mean, 98% of the population agreed. So I don't feel too bad about saying that. And another, you know, just to go back to the last fight for a second, the, last, the fight before the Amanda Nunes-Julian Payne fight was so boring that you were almost like, like we're like, all right, this one's like, this one could be really boring too. Like Nunes is going to end this in 30 seconds. And this turned out to be one of the greatest fights ever, dude, right? I mean Bantamweight, women's bantamweight title fights, yeah, for sure. It's it's on the Mount Rushmore of greatest women's bantamweight title fights for sure. And what's it called? Um after the first round, Pena went for that takedown and, and kind of got it stuffed. And Nunez was sitting there, and on the feet, Nunez had somewhat of an advantage in the first. I thought, oh, Nunez is just going to take her time with this one. You know what I mean? Like, she's, she's not going to be stupid. Be stupid and end this quick. This will probably play out into the fourth and fifth, and she'll knock her out. But, dude, it's crazy. She must have used so much energy to stop that takedown in the first, right? Like, why? Yeah, was it was really tired? weird. Why was she so tired going into the second? I don't think she took her seriously. I wonder... Yeah, I wonder. I mean, I saw. I, some- I, I knew she didn't when she called Pena delusional in the press conference. I'm like, she's gonna lose. I never thought she would lose, but like, she must have just. It's crazy to think, dude, that someone didn't lose for eight years. Um, just got beat beat up that bad, dude. I mean, like you said, um, biggest upset in UFC title fight history. 
it trumps Holly Holm over Ronda Rousey and Matt Serra over GSP. But, um, dude, when when they started exchanging in the second on the feet, I I was actually I was speechless. I was yeah. the, the broadcast team was also speechless. They couldn't believe what they were seeing. Julian Pena was just throwing a jab over and over again. With it was a gorgeous jab. It was, it was dude. It was stinging. You could hear the dude. It was crazy. It was it was it was firing like a piston. And then Amanda Nunes was like panic throwing, missing, and then Julian Pena's like overhand right would come in and hit her. And after like one or two, I was like, oh, she's this is just like luck. There's no way, right? She landed two more. And then I'm like, oh my God. And then you see the look of Amanda Nunes' face of like gassed, perplexed, gassed, perplexed, confused how she's losing. Dude, she got clipped, been taken down and submitted. And dude, she got she tapped so fast. It was pretty sunk in. Dude, she didn't even have hooks. Uh Pena didn't even have hooks in, dude. No. So, I mean, it, it was a decently escapable position. And Nunes gave up quick. It's crazy, dude. I can't wait for the rematch. Yeah, she could turn to her back. Yeah. She must have been that gassed, which is crazy. So, the rematch is next. I think Nunes comes out guns blazing. I do, too. I think this could be similar to um, Sarah versus GSP, where Sarah beat him in the first one and then... GSP showed how great he was in the second one. I think this could be similar. I agree. But um, props to Juliana Payne, man. Nobody besides her and her team probably thought she could win. So, Yeah. Props to Bronx. I'll say that. Yeah. Crazy. Bro, he's so good. I've. It's crazy, dude. In the first, in the back-to-back title fights, he gets hurt in the first round. And it like it's almost like it wakes him up, like oh, we got to start fighting now. And then rounds two and three, dude, he dominated. It, it reminded me of um, the last, you know, Glover Teixeira is similar in that way, where the last, like he, you know, gets maybe like clipped or something in the early rounds, gets sent to the shadow realm, and then he somehow survives and then comes back, like Tiago Santos gets clipped, comes back and then submits a guy, very similar, and. I don't know how you felt in the first. I thought Dustin comes out in the second and just gets a quick finish. I thought if it stays standing, Dustin doesn't have the greatest power. He has good power, but if he keeps adding these shots up, like it's going to be over. And then Dustin made so many crucial mistakes, dude. Like in the second round, why did he like roll over into the, onto the ground when his arm was being trying to be um, sunk into an arm bar? I think he just should have fought it harder, dude, right? Like, why did he go to the ground? Yeah. He goes to the ground, and then he just was content in surviving the round and being stuck where he got hit with, like, crazy elbows. Yeah. And then in the third, dude, he, he gives up his back, which you can't do to a guy who has 15 UFC submissions more than Damian Maia. I mean, if Dustin Poirier was was smarter, he he could have won this fight. Yeah. He just had mental lapses, which is crazy to think because he's fought the toughest guys and he made that same mistake against Khabib. And you thought, and you know, going in, everyone was like, he's not going to make that same. He made the same mistake. It's just that simple. It's crazy. So we know it's Oliver Gigi next. Let's be honest. Yeah. What's next for the diamond, man? I think it's Connor. I know that, like, I mean, it would technically be the fourth fight, even though I, it's really the third fight. 
But um, I don't think they'll do that. I think Poirier Chandler could be fun next. Or Poirier Diaz. Poirier Diaz would be interesting too. Poirier might like that. That's a big money fight for him too. Um, Chandler, yeah, the loser of Darius Makachev, which is probably Darius. You know, maybe. Maybe. But um, interesting. It is. And it's like for Oliveira Gaethje, which is, you know, I mean, all but confirmed next. Don't you kind of see it going a similar way? If Gaethje can't beat him on the feet, like it's over. Yeah, but I think Gaethje brings something more to the table. I agree. I think if if Gaethje hits Charles with the same shots that Dustin and Michael Chandler did, yeah, he might he might be going out. Yeah, That's he's a, going night night. Because as Khabib said, he's never been hit harder than when he fought Justin Gaethje. Yeah. Damn. Hurt to see Poirier go out like that, man. It, it, it was a weird emotions, too, because, like, you want both guys to win. It was sad to see Poirier so upset after losing. But, you're like, you're also so happy for Oliveira, too. <laughs> it was like the wholesome main event, you know? Yeah, I agree. Connor wants Oliveira. Dude, I... I mean, obviously, if, if Oliver ever gets Connor to the ground, it's it's over like Khabib, like like the Khabib fight. But standing, it would be crazy to see Oliver versus Connor standing would be so fun. I agree. Breck, I, I, I'm feeling a little sick. Uh, do you have anything else newsworthy like that you want to talk about? No. Um, I mean, I'm sure we'll preview Dawkins Lewis. There's some decent fights there. Um, let's hope Law Muhammad loses. I'm here for all the Bilal Muhammad slander. If anybody's out there, that's about it. Yeah. All right, guys. We'll see you later.